0: You're listening to T.O.S.E., The Other Side Enterprise, where we are committed to bringing you to the other side, taking you from dreams to possibilities and onto reality. Listen in on Talks for Business and Life Coaching starting right now with your host, Tiffany Rufino.
1: Hey, welcome back to the other siders and welcome to the podcast. If you are listening for the very first time, we're excited to have you. I'm Tiffany and I'm here with the table to my chair. Mr. Rufino. Hello. 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 And Howdy. we are super excited. I mean, we're always excited every episode, but we're excited because do you know why?
0: No, tell me.
1: We're well over 700 downloads on our way to 800 very quickly. And our ultimate goal is how many? One thousand. One thousand. And I would love to reach that goal before May 1st. Ooh. Ooh, I know. That's my goal. So, well, that's our goal. And it's all thanks to you guys. So thank you so much for spreading the word about the podcast and sharing with your friends and family. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you're always on top of when we release a new episode and that you're the first one on the trend to share the topics with everyone you know. We appreciate it. Social media is a great tool. Uh, So today we're going to talk about when is enough enough. Hmm. And the first part of our episode is going to be with a negative spin. Uh, Not from us, but just, you know, when is enough enough with negativity. And the second part of our show is going to be when is enough enough with positivity. And we can go in all different directions with both of these. Okay. Okay. So, with negativity, I think this comes into play with a couple of things that I've seen in... They're not chat rooms anymore. They're more groups and private pages and things like that when... Channels. Yeah. Depending
0: on what uh, messaging platform or whatever you're using.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking for what is the next thing that people are looking to learn or develop from with their personal self. One of those things is when is enough enough when you're in a negative situation, either at work, or at home, or maybe with a best friend, or whatever the case may be, how long do you give it before you finally walk away from it, or you change direction and what you're going it- into or out of rather. Um, so let's talk about that in a Workplace situation.
0: All right. So, if I'm understanding correctly, we have, and I, I'm going to have a question here, but I just want to make sure I have this. We have like a working situation where all the coworkers are, all, all of your coworkers are mad that a specific thing happened and everybody's negative when you come in.
1: Oh, like the water cooler talk where yeah. everybody's hanging around the water cooler, gossiping and just letting it build about. A story that happened in the office or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. okay so what's your question in that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm why like, wouldn't
1: s- end scene
0: <laughs> why wouldn't enough be that moment right there why wouldn't you like what why would what, i engage yeah what would what would be anything more than zero tolerance for negativity
1: I think, uh, well, just human nature is curiosity Mm -hmm. and finding out, okay, so I'm walking up to this conversation. I could see the looks on the faces. What's up, guys? What's going on? And then determining, okay, does this involve me or does it not involve me? If it involves me, then that's a conversation that needs to be had because why is this conversation having to happen without me Mm -hmm. at that point? If it doesn't involve me, then I think that's the point where you you say that. You say, well, the person that you're talking about is even here for them to be able to defend themselves or even provide clarity for the situation. So why is this conversation happening without them? Or are you not looking for a solution? Are you just looking to gossip about it? Right? And I remember one particular time at work, I was in an office with people like I walked in and they were the same exact scenario, they were gossiping about somebody, that person wasn't far away from the office. And I knew what they were saying wasn't positive, It had nothing to do with work. It was all about this person and personal things. And so I walked in, I gave everybody a look. They didn't stop. So I said very loudly in front of them, hey, Susie. I think you should join this conversation. They have some things that they're talking about that involves you. And I brought the person they were talking about into the room. Now, Susie clearly is not the person. I just want to, you know. (laughs) Names have been changed. Right. But in that moment, I put everybody on pause. Susie came back with what's going on. And I let the room know that this is not something I tolerate. So do not let it happen. However, that can also cause a negative culture in that. Okay, oh, Tiffany's coming. Let's shut it down. Right. So, you know, I think there's cause for a discussion no matter what. But it also depends on what your role is and how comfortable you are. You either walk away from it or you escalate it up, depending on how bad it is. But in my mind and in my heart, I have no tolerance for bullies. It, It pisses me off to no end when somebody is bullying somebody. And when it's happening on social media, the Internet, things like that. And I am aware of both situations. Um, And I sometimes have to remember that I can't fight every battle, but I also don't have to be a part of every battle. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be the messenger. I don't have to be the person that delivers the news. I don't have to be the person that brings it together and we all kumbaya together. Um, And that depends on what my future with those people look like. So if I'm not going to see those people after today... You know what? Let bygones be bygones. But if this is a group that I'm going to have to work with and work through, we're going to have to set some more clarity around what the expectations are and what's not tolerated.
0: Let's say the negativity wasn't aimed at a person, but it was aimed at something more abstract, like a a new process or a culture. So change. Well, Yeah, so change or even if it's an existing process. Like, I can't believe we... You know, uh, I have a friend who when he goes to work, the computer that he clocks in on is buggy and very old. And so the constant complaint at his job is we have to it takes us this long to clock in. We're losing minutes. Mm. So what's the handling there?
1: You know, (laughs) to me, it kind of goes back to be early for your shift if you know that's a problem Mm -hmm. and then the other thing is this is why we can't have nice things (laughs) (laughs) if you know there there's all different reasons why things are in play and it may just be that you don't have an understanding of what that reason is and so i think um when you think about if, if it's a workplace situation just like that where they haven't updated their systems or they haven't brought in a tool that's You know, uh, more trendy or more popular or whatever, you got to sit there and think okay, is their sole purpose to piss you off and not provide you the tools that you need to succeed? Or is there something that's holding them back? And what part do you play in that? And what's the solution? Because sometimes they can't update any computers or any programs if there's no money coming in. So if you're a salesman for that company and you haven't done sales, but you want a time clock to punch in on time with, well, so go ahead and make some sales so we can make that happen. Like, that's what you're here for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now let's go to the extreme. Since we're looking at when is it enough, let's say that you ch- checked all the boxes. So you, whether it's a person or a process, you've checked all the boxes as far as you're not spreading gossip. You're actually hitting your sales. The company's making money like gangbusters. And you notice that these issues are not being resolved and there's still something that weighs on you so when when do you say okay this is only a negative situation and what do you do in that in that uh
1: Scenario. scenario as far as in the moment or for the future well
0: thinking about it you 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 don't want to say, hey, one negative thing happened at work, so I'm going to quit. You'd never work <laughs> anywhere, right? I,
1: it's your first day, ma'am.
0: <laughs> so It the, gets better. <laughs> so there's that. But at the same time, how do you know whens when it is time to, like... Uh, the term cut bait happens, but I've never gone fishing, so... When when is it when is enough enough, actually?
1: Okay, so again, it depends on what your role is at that point. If you are with your peers and this negativity is happening, you have um, the option to do a couple of things. Talk to your peers, talk to your superior or isolate yourself. And if you're isolating yourself, ultimately, you're going to be isolating yourself from that business and you're going to be looking for a place where you have common ground with people. Naturally, as human beings, we all look for a commonality so that we could feel that we're part of a group. And if you're isolating yourself so that you're not part of any group, then that's where you're gonna lose your passion. You're gonna feel defeated, and then all of a sudden, guess what? You've become the negative person. Yeah. Or you're looked at as the negative person. You're no you're longer hurtful. fighting
0: for excellence. You're now you're just bringing people down because and looking to you're get down. by. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And if you are a leader of this group, I think, you know, in that moment, you have to look at yourself and say, what did I do to influence that? Because you're always, and this is something that I learned at my current job, you're creating an environment or you're promoting that environment, or you're allowing that environment. So if you're constantly running into that, enough has to be that day, especially if you're the leader. Mm -hmm. It it stops that day, and it doesn't move forward from that. It's
0: a quote from one of my favorite movies, Remember the Titans, where it's just very simple, attitude reflects leadership.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, because it's all going to be an avalanche effect where if the employees are doing that, then the way that they interact with your vendors or your clients – It's all going to spill out into what your business looks like. Um, And then I think if you're really at a point where you've had enough and you're a peer and your leader has not done anything to change the behaviors because they're still happening, and let me just put a little caveat to that in there. You don't have to be there if your leader is talking to those people and addressing their behaviors.
0: Yeah, you don't need a progress report to come right, back to you and says this is what I did.
1: That is not the leader's responsibility, and that is not something that you're to be privy to. You, your, your role in that point is to trust that your leader is doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if you're walking into work with that you know what it is i'm gonna say it and you're gonna understand it because you'll feel it but it's that ping in your stomach or like that that knot that's in your stomach Mm -hmm. because you're about to open the doors and you don't know what kind of excuse my language shit fest you're gonna walk into that's where it's time to start looking maybe into a different department or into a different organization that fits more into what your beliefs are that you feel more part of a team with
0: For me, I would say enough is enough when you no longer feel, you know, and and in a in a previous episode, I made reference to a friend of mine that sings when they come into work, when you no longer feel the, the, the singing, whatever it is that drives you, it's time to start looking for something else. And it may not even be the fault of that company. Sometimes your passion is gone and it's just, you know, like you say, the universe is telling you. This is this is the end of the line for this. You've made it to this point with this. We have to move you to a you know to
1: another route. You know something you just said struck a chord with me, and don't ask me what it was. I don't remember, but the thought that came up for me in that moment was that how long has that behavior been going on before it became a problem to you? Mm-hmm. So if you are that person that's a peer, or you are that person that's a leader was this going on for a long time and now you're just five years in and you're tired of Jan talking about Tom the same way over and over again? Um, And if so, then what else is going on inside that's starting to build up resentment? Mm -hmm. And if you're a leader... And you've allowed this behavior to go on for a long, long time. And now it's annoying you. Is it annoying you because someone called you out on it or because your leader told you that things had to change and now you're going to manage the team and give them direction to, you know, you guys better shape up or ship out Um, because you got to be very careful with what your intention is. If you're starting to micromanage because so-and-so came in, then the team is going to start looking at you as obsolete because you're not the one that's giving direction around here it's your boss so what do i need you for if your boss is going to be the one using you as a middleman to tell us to stop doing what we're doing
0: in the same vein if it's not like a person that's giving you the negative feeling and it's a process like if the computer to use the example from before is still not letting you punch in Is it the computer not letting you punch in that's the problem or was there some other problem that came up that just made that bigger because now you're just in a bad mood when you go into work and it's just multiply it's amplified by the fact that there are other factors can you attack something else that you can change like maybe the computer is something you know some some places you work and it's the, the the store you work at or the office you work at is part of a bigger company. Right. And to change a process takes a long time or it takes a lot of like that computer works fine everywhere else. If there's something else that's happening, for example, one of the things that Tiffany mentioned, people gossiping, things like culture, those are things you can change. And then that computer thing that you've been dealing with for five years won't seem so bad.
1: One of the things that you said was, do you attack the problem now or do you change it, et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. I think part of that goes back into the words that you use with yourself when you're thinking about it. Like, I think of office space when they take the fax machine out and they start beating it with the bat because they're just done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about, you know, what kind of words do you use when you talk to yourself? Are they constantly positive? Are they, Do they have a negative connotation? Um because that can transfer into how you influence your co workers, too, or influence your view of what's going on, where it may have been one instance, but because you are constantly giving yourself negative thoughts and negative verbiage, everything is a negative to you. So again, even if you're not a leader, you're in a role of a leader within yourself to change the way that you talk to yourself in order to influence behaviors of other people. Um, And I think going back to the computer where people might get frustrated that they are clocking in, but it's taking five minutes to process and then it's them losing time, causing them to be late then the answer is, okay, but if you've been here for long enough, and the computer isn't going anywhere, then you come in early. So you always have control over how you react to things, I think prioritizing, how important is this in the long run, kind of like what we shared earlier? um, You know, is this a one time thing? Have I only been here one day, and I'm already making assumptions? Or has this been going on for 15 years? And if it has, then why is it bothering me now? And, you know, I think at this point, for us, enough is enough with the negativity. So let's go to something positive, like Limitless Adornments, and then when is enough enough for positivity?
0: I'm intrigued.
1: Hey, other siders, Are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with? Or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday, exactly the way that you want it? Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just a place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. Okay, so we talked about negativity when it's enough enough we really talked about it more in the workplace so maybe there's room for more conversation about that in another podcast maybe hmm. um we'll see what kind of feedback we get and what people have to say about that going into when is enough enough with positivity i think that some of our listeners might be like why would any amount of positivity ever have a limit as to how much it is right you know and I think there is there is a point. I think for me not being a morning person, too much positivity and too much, I think it's the energy behind the positivity yeah. that can rub me the wrong way, even though generally I'd like to think that I'm a positive person. You could verify that or tell me I'm wrong either way. Um, so if I have somebody hit me before I've like really had my mind wake up, then my day is done, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in this instance, when you think about personal development, There's a lot of people out there, especially if you're here listening to a podcast that's intended to grow you personally and business-wise, professionally, you're already looking for the next step of growth, right? And so when I talk about when is enough enough for positivity, I mean, when is enough enough for you to stop pushing yourself for that next best great thing? And here's what I'll say to that. I don't think that there's ever a point that you ever stop doing that. I think there's points where you pause and you reflect on your accomplishments up until that point. Because if you just keep saying it's not good enough, it's not good enough, or you could do better, you could do better, or you could do more, you could do more, you're going to burn yourself out. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Think about working on the treadmill. You know, day one, you might go ahead and you haven't done it for years and you say, okay, today I'm going to run a mile. So the first time that you run a mile, you're exhausted, right? And you're like, okay, I did that tomorrow, I'll do two miles because I could always do better. I could always do better. But if you don't master that first mile, then all you're doing is hurting your body because your body wasn't prepared to go into this in a full sprint. What are your thoughts about that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i look at i look at it from um a you're different wrong
1: angle. no i'm just kidding go ahead
0: well the 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 whole thing with positivity for me is and i like how you said that you know sometimes you have to pause and i think not just to reflect but also to prepare because sometimes you move up and you move up and you move up and sometimes in that moving up especially when you're not reflect or reflecting and thinking about what what do you want to do next you might have taken a, a a wrong turn somewhere and you end up somewhere where you look back and you're like, how did I get to this spot? You know, where it's not, if you would have thought five years ago, this isn't what my goal was, but I just took a position and then I saw another promotion and I went from grabbed for that one and then I went and grabbed for the next one. So sometimes you, you wanna stop, look at where you are and say, where where do I want to go to? Because you could get offered a promotion that's not in the vein of what you want to do of your long term goals. Because it could
1: be a lateral promotion as opposed to <clears throat> you know an escalated promotion. Yeah. I think that or it could
0: be a promotion within sales when you want to be in design, or it could be in design when you want to be in project management or whatever whatever it is, you you just always want to keep thinking you know, and I've had that happen. I've had that. I've had it happen where I've gotten offered a position at work that would have put me on a line that was completely alongside what I wanted to do, but not what I wanted to do. And if I would have gone along that line, it would have been pretty quick that I would have been very unhappy. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, I'm I'm glad it it might have. For the short term, set me back a couple of months. But in the long term, I'm a lot happier for it.
1: I call that um, what you were talking about before, about if you keep taking on everything that people are giving you as far as promotions, a chaotic work ladder. That's um, that's making those moves without purpose. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to accept positions if that was your anticipated like you said, pathway, right, where you set out and you said, Okay, that's my goal. But if it was never part of your goal, just because it's presented to you doesn't mean that, like you said, you have to go in that direction. Um, Especially if it's not something that you're passionate about. And if you're doing it for the title, in the hopes that you know, I get that title that I want of XYZ of XY people. Remember that title is there for ever, you may not be. Right. And so if you're not doing what you love to do, then why are you doing it at all? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the piece of when is enough enough comes in because sometimes you know, just in along the lines of what I was sharing is that we're pushing ourselves not for us, but for other people. And other people are our friends, our family who want to see us succeed, to want to see us, you know, in a great position in a great company, because that they think that may make us happy. But ultimately, you only know what you can control within yourself. You know what the voice is telling you in your head. And if it's negative then you got to change that voice and if it's positive then you got to remember why did I get into this business why am I with this business or why did I sign up to you know interview for this company and what's my ultimate goal am I just here for a job for today or am I looking to what will they have for me later on
0: so that's I like where you're going with that and that's positivity on the on the larger scale like Mm -hmm. my career long term right i say enough is enough positivity on the on the small scale like on a day-to-day when it's fake like you you should allow yourself days not to be negative but allow yourself to be real and human yeah so
1: so wait wait a minute so being real you could still be positive and be real
0: absolutely and it doesn't have to be like the job that I do, my, my regular job, day-to-day job now, there are times that I come in to work very, very early. And one of the things that uh, me and my project partners might say to each other is, Good morning. Oh, it's not really good. We're up. It's too early. But we're going to do some cool things today. And that's acknowledging that we're tired. It's very early. We know that we didn't get a lot of sleep last night, but we're not going to be we're not going to like dwell on negative, be tired all day. We're still going to focus on the things we want to do. And that gives you that moment to be real without being negative about your whole day.
1: Right. And, you know, if it's too much where you're you know, if you take it back to your personal life versus professional life, If you're burning yourself out, then you got to let your body adjust to the changes it's making, whether it's mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically, Mm -hmm. right? So going back to the treadmill theory, if it's, if you're starting to get cramps in your legs, if you're starting to get uh, broken bones, or, you know, just overall swelling in your joints, you're pushing yourself too much. And you got to think about what's the rush, what's the rush to get to that next level. And you may be putting pressure on yourself based on the pressure that was put on you back in the day by your friends, by your peers, by your family. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that you constantly have going on in your life. This is the point where you stop and you take control and say, wow, I haven't ran in forever and I finally just ran a mile. That's awesome. I'm still alive. Like, let's celebrate that. Let me pace myself and move forward from there. It may be just mentally like, hey, I got out of bed for the first time in a week. Because I've been going through a lot of emotional stuff. I'm just happy I got out of bed and I made my bed. That's a celebration right there. No one's pushing you to go ahead and do laundry and do XYZ and all these other things. Like I I think Jim Carrey uh, was in an interview and he was talking about depression. And he said, if you really break down how that word sounds, he said, it's deep rest. You need a deep rest. And it clicked for me with that. When I think of a lot of my friends who have, you know, different variations of depression, and a lot of times they're like, I'm just tired. And, you know, in my mind, I want to do stuff in my mind. I don't want people to think that I'm lazy or XYZ, but your body and your mind and your emotional spirit need that rest. So, you know, especially during a time like this of a pandemic A lot of people are putting pressure on themselves to learn a new skill to you know come out of this with a bikini body or to be jacked or you know to just have finished house projects and all this and then you know they find themselves for a week sitting and and binging on netflix or hulu or whatever the case may be and they feel so guilty and when they tell me they feel guilty my first question is Why? What was on your to-do list last year when you found out we were going to have a pandemic and you wanted to accomplish these 80 things in however much time we had to not be at work? Like, what are you so disappointed in yourself about? What have you not prepared for? And what expectations did you set yourself up for? And I think that goes back to when is enough enough with all the positive things you're supposed to be in a time where the world is trying to figure out what it's supposed to be? And when do you give yourself that break of it's all right? It's a little chaotic right now. Take the time.
0: I think and something you said, you know, I know you you uh, mentioned depression, but it you don't necessarily have to have depression. Right for to need a rest. Oh yeah, you, no, no. you could just if be, you're
1: tired, you're tired. Take yeah, a nap.
0: You could just be <laughs> tired. You could. <laughs> t- people in this day and age, people are uh, expected to push themselves, and really from an earlier and earlier age. Like if you look at kids in school, are picking their majors in in almost Kinder elementary Barton, school. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's co- almost ingrained in culture where. If you jump in and then you start going and going and going and going. And if you're an ambitious person, well, you got promoted. And two seconds after you got promoted, well, what are you doing next? Right. Right. And you see that even with people who, um, companies that are at the upper echelon, like, hey, what's the, when's the next gadget coming out? And when, and actors, well, you just did a great movie. When's your next, when's your next big hit? And I think, For everybody, if you did something good, like I like the idea of like some countries have, you know, a 12 o'clock tea time in the UK or, you know, just time. And I don't I know we probably won't do that here, but like just take time to reflect. Yeah, reflect and and pause. pause, Enjoy what you've done so far. Um, There is such a thing like Icarus. That's a story for a reason. And your body, your mind—it will tell you, "Hey, slow down."
1: Mm-hmm. There's but a you wall have to listen. coming. Yeah, you have to know yourself well enough to listen. And I think about friends that I've have that I have and that I've had that have moved up so quickly and have mastered nothing mm-hmm. because they were the ones that were willing to take on a role versus they were willing to grow themselves and grow the people with them at the same time, and they were miserable. Because then the next place that they went to, they expected the same exact thing. Well, I moved up so quickly from this age, from this company, I should be doing that here too. But what you didn't take along with you was the knowledge, the skill, the people skills, growing a team, and then in turn, growing yourself. And then I think about, uh, you know, all the single parents out there or parents in general who are taking on homeschooling. And a, realizing, you know, what the teachers have been doing for their children. So that's an aha. Uh-huh, and that's a positive one, right? Like if you were a parent and you didn't support the teacher or you just thought, you know, nothing of it and we're just grateful that your kid went to the school and they had the teacher they had, there's probably a different level of appreciation for what the teacher does in school based on what the parents are required to do for their kids at home right now. And there's an appreciation, I think, from the teachers, too, on how much they miss the kids, you know, like you were saying before, if you go into work early, and you guys talk about how tired you are, and then you get going, you know, I miss the conversations of like, you know, that 30 second complaint, and then you move on, because I knew there was something to move on to. And right now, that's kind of up in the air for everybody. Nobody knows when they're moving on to something, there's no date. And that's why we get so antsy, because we're in such a culture of you got to keep doing something or you're doing nothing. And it's not forgiven if you're doing nothing.
0: Maintaining the engine and keeping it sane, keeping your sanity and keeping your health is doing something.
1: Right. And you are crucial. You are essential. The person listening right now, you are essential to this world, to this environment, to your home, to your friends and to your family. And you have to put your mask on first before you help anybody else with their mask. And with that, we look forward to hearing your feedback subscribe to our podcast and we'll check you out on the other side stay healthy thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and
0: share we'll see you next time on the other side Enterprise.